0: Hello friends, welcome to the Fables Podcast. So let's begin the story, The Maiden and the Boy Who Vanished. Long, long ago, there lived a rich nobleman who had a wonderful baby boy. The night before his son was born, the father had a dream. He dreamt that the only way his son would reach adulthood would be if the child's feet never touched the earth until he was 12 years old. Great care was taken that this should be avoided, and only trustworthy nurses were hired to look after the child, who carried the baby everywhere. The nobleman made sure that the boy's feet never touched the ground, so it passed until the child was nearly 12 years old. Now, when the child's 12th birthday drew near, the father began to plan a magnificent feast to celebrate his son's release. One day, while the preparations were in progress, a frightful noise followed by most unearthly yells shook the castle. In her terror, the nurse dropped the child and ran to the window. At that very instant, the noises stopped. On turning around to pick up the boy again, imagine her alarm when she found him no longer there. With a cry, she realized that she had disobeyed her master's orders. The child's feet had touched the floor, and now the child was gone. Hearing her screams and wails, all the servants of the castle ran to her. The father soon followed, asking, What is the matter? What has happened? Where is my son? The nurse, trembling and weeping, told of the boy who vanished, and that too, just before his twelfth birthday there was no trace of the boy he had vanished as completely as if he had never existed many years later the unhappy nobleman learnt that in one of the most beautiful rooms of the castle footsteps as if someone were walking up and down the halls could be heard he wanted to discover the truth of this dark mystery so he offered 300 gold pieces to anyone who would spend a night in the haunted room and reveal the mystery Now, close to the castle, there dwelt a widow, a miller by trade, who had three daughters. The family was very poor and had hardly earned enough to meet their daily needs. So, the eldest daughter volunteered to stay in the haunted room and earn the money for the family. The nobleman asked the girl, are you sure you are not afraid? I am willing to try and I can start this very night, said the eldest daughter. I only ask you to give me some food to cook for my supper for I am very, very hungry." Orders were given that she should be supplied with everything she wanted, and indeed enough food was given to her, not for one supper only, but for three. With the food, some dry firewood and a candle, she entered the room. She first lit the fire and put on her saucepans, then she laid the table and made the bed. At midnight she heard footsteps as if of someone walking shook the room and dismayed groans filled the air the frightened girl ran from one corner to the other but could see no one but the footsteps and the groans could only got louder suddenly a young man appeared he approached her and asked for whom is this food cooked startled she said for myself the gentle face of the stranger saddened then he asked and this table for whom is it laid After a moment, she said, for myself, of course, the brow of the young man clouded over and the beautiful eyes filled with tears. As he asked once more, and this fire, for whom have you built it? For myself, she replied. Tears fell from his eyes as he waved his arms and vanished. Next morning, she told the nobleman all that had happened in the room, and without mentioning the painful impression her answers seemed to make on the stranger, she gratefully received the 300 golden crowns for having spent the whole night in the haunted room. And the father was thankful to having heard at least something that might possibly lead to the discovery of his son. On the following day, the second daughter volunteered and she too had the same experience. She also gave the same answers like her elder sister, and next morning received the three hundred gold coins, which she took and went home happily. On the third day, the youngest daughter wanted to try her f- fortune, and she too went to the nobleman, took his consent, and entered the haunted room. Having lit the fire, put on, putting on the saucepans, laying the table, and making the bed, she waited with hope and fear for the midnight hour. As twelve o'clock struck, the room was shaken by the footsteps of someone who walked up and down, and the air was filled with cries and groans. The girl looked everywhere, but no living being could be seen. Suddenly, there stood before her a young man. He pointed to the table and asked, For whom have you prepared this food? Now her sisters had told her exactly what to expect and what to say, but when she looked into the sad eyes of the stranger, she was confused and silent. Well, you do not answer me. For whom is the food prepared? He asked impatiently. Somewhat confused, she stuttered. I, I prepared it for myself, but you too are welcome to it. At these words, his brow grew more relaxed. And this table, for whom is it spread? For myself, said the girl. Then she added, unless you will honor me by being my guest. A smile brightened his face. And this fire, for whom have you built it? For myself but you are welcome to sit by it with me he clapped his hands for joy and replied ah yes that's right i accept this invitation with pleasure but please wait for me i must first thank my kind friends for the care they have taken of me at that moment a deep opening appeared in the middle of the floor the youth descended into the hole she anxious to see what lay below the floor followed him holding on to his mantle Thus they both reached the bottom. Down below, a new world opened itself before her eyes. To the right flowed a river of liquid gold. To the left rose high mountains of solid gold. In the center lay a large meadow covered with millions of flowers. The stranger went on. The girl behind him followed unnoticed. As he went, he saluted the field flowers as old friends Then they came to a forest where the trees were all of gold. Many birds flew around, the young man perching on his head and shoulders. While he spoke to and petted each one, the girl broke off a branch from one of the golden trees and hid it as a remembrance of this strange gold land. Leaving the forest of gold, they reached a wood where all the trees were of silver. Animals of various kinds crowded around the youth. He spoke to each one and stroked and petted them. Meanwhile, the girl broke off a branch of silver from one of the trees. When the st- young stranger had said good bye to all his friends, he returned by the path he had come to the room in the castle. All my farewells have been spoken, said he. Now we can have supper. After supper, he lay down on the bed, and the girl placed by his side the gold and silver branches she had picked in the sparkling world below the floor. In a few moments, he was sleeping peacefully. She then settled comfortably in a soft chair beside him. The next morning, when the nobleman came to meet the girl, he was overjoyed to see his long-lost son sleeping on the bed. The girl then told him all that had happened last night. On waking up, the young boy embraced his father. He then saw the two branches of gold and silver and said with astonishment to the girl, ''What do I see? Did you follow me down there?'' Know that these two branches will make a splendid palace for our future dwelling. Thereupon he took the branches and threw them out of the window. Immediately there appeared a magnificent palace made entirely of gold and trimmed with silver. There they lived happily as man and wife, the nobleman's son and the miller's youngest daughter, forever after. So friends, I hope you enjoyed listening to this lovely story. A very special thank you to each one of you, my wonderful guests. Do recommend the podcast to your family and friends. Happy listening!